Hey guys, welcome to the Tweet Coast Church Podcast. So glad that you could join us. Now prepare your hearts for another inspiring message from one of the Tweet Coast Church crew. God is moving here. There's great things happening in 2020. Already in the wind. We'll just share more about that later. And so God is good. He is, he is alive. He is moving by his spirit. And so we are ready for what he has for us today. We're going to be anointing everyone with oil uh, at the end of this service because who knows that we need the anointing of God. It's the anointing that makes the difference in your life. It means that you don't have to do things in your own strength because you do them with God's help. So we need the anointing more than anything. And I encourage you to be part of the prayer meeting on uh, Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. It's for everybody. I'd like to see you all here on Wednesday I remember my very first prayer meeting that I went to when I was first saved in the 80s, somewhere there, in the beginning of the 80s, and I was so excited, and I was really like on fire for God, and I had my Bible, and I had my, and driving there, I had about a 20-minute drive, and I was thinking of the prayers that I was going to pray, and, and the scripture that I was going to have, and you know, in Chronicles, when my people humble themselves and pray, and I was really, you know, excited, and, and I was so feeling, so fervent, and I got there, and there was just the pastor there. And everything just shut down. It was like, I can't get, you know, the tongue was stuck to the roof of the mouth. And I was so intimidated. I thought, God, God is almost, you know, he's anointed and he's so blessed. And I don't know. And the enemy was in my ear saying, you know, you can't pray. And what do you think you're going to pray? And who are you? And this, this thing of my, what I wanted to pray. And the enemy saying, no, you're not good enough. You're not worthy. And he was trying to shut me down. And I just couldn't pray, you know, the whole time. And I just, all I could get out was a little hallelujah and a little hallelujah and an amen and a shut up about a da, you know, and I just kind of, I just kept getting what I could, just a little bit, you know, it was just a little bit agreeing with him and uh, he just did it all, you know, for the whole uh, 55 minutes and then right at the end, he prayed my prayer. He prayed my scripture and he prayed my prayer and it was like, oh, I knew I should have prayed it. <laughs> it sounded really good but, you know, I think that, Sometimes, isn't it true, the enemy gets in and he tries to tell us that we're not no good. He tells us that we're not worthy and he tells us that we don't qualify. And I'm here today to say you do. You do qualify. God's All of heaven is behind you. All of heaven is for you. And I just learned that so much of a lesson that day, that from that day forward, I was in boots and all. I was going to have a go. And I guess that... Um, God can use anybody that's available. If you're just available to him and ask him to show up and be part of your life, he will come. And you don't have to pay perfect prayers on Wednesday night. You can just be and come and agree and just do a little bit of the shadabakanda if you want to. But you can just do a little bit, you know, he is not going to, he's not going to judge you. And he's, there's no, he takes your imperfect prayers and he presents them before Father in heaven. So, and he makes them perfect. So he can interpret. That's good. <laughs> and so I encourage you to just to be there. And so we're praying for everybody today. And uh, that's a really in about a few minutes' time. Uh, our pastors are going to be ready to anoint you with oil. So February is our month of prayer. We want to be part of corporate prayer. So what is the anointing of God? <clears throat> the anointing of God is actually the person of the Holy Spirit coming on you to equip you for supernatural endeavours. Isn't that amazing? that you get to be part of building God's kingdom through doing things that are supernatural. 
naturally supernatural. And so you take the anointing of God with you into your workplace, into your homes. No matter where you go, the anointing of God will go with you. You need a fresh anointing every day, a fresh infilling. And uh, so what a great start to this year. Um, we look out through at scripture, the people that were anointed of God, and we see Saul was anointed of God. Um, and it says at that moment that his heart was changed and he began to prophesy. Some of you today, your heart will be changed. You're going to go away from this place different. You're going to begin to prophesy. Why not? Because God's spirit is on the inside of you, enabling you to do the things that he's called you to do, to fulfill your destiny and your call upon your life. David was anointed and he was anointed to become king and he became king. It took many years but as he walked with God and, uh, you know, our lives are hidden with Christ, it says in Colossians and I know that David's life was hidden in God and it took many years for him to become king. You don't even, we don't know what God has for us sometimes but as we just continue to walk in the anointing of God, he reveals to us day by day, month by month, year by year what you will become to fulfil the destiny but you can't do it on your own otherwise we just do it in our own works and we do it on our own self but God with his anointing can bless us and strengthen us to equip us to do the things that he's called us to do. Jesus was anointed. He was anointed of God to do the mighty miracles. A lot of things, a lot of people think that the name Christ, Jesus Christ, is his surname. But in actual fact, Christ means anointed one. He was anointed by God to go to the cross, to die for us on Calvary, to rise again and to walk this earth and do mighty miracles, signs and wonders, he heals, he delivers, and he sets free all through the anointing of God. That same authority and anointing is available to us today. Those things that we can do, as the Father did. He said, greater works will you do. So we should be praying for people. We should be sharing our faith. We should be stepping out under the anointing of God. And so today, it's going to be a great day. We're going to have revelation, fresh revelation from the Lord, I believe, today. Fresh touch from him, a fresh new beginning and equipping ready for service for this year how good you need the anointing of God our worship team wouldn't be the worship team that without that anointing would they you can sense the anointing of God when you come into this place you know it's a place where God can just show up business people you need the anointing of God you know it's going to open doors for you it's going to give you favor in your community the anointing of God is going to go before you. It will protect you. It will tell you the right people to employ. The anointing of God will give you strategy for your business. It will be the problem solver in your business, the anointing of God. You'll be able to wake up one morning and just go, wow, I've got the answer. I know the next step. I know what you've got for me, Lord. I'm going to go and step into that. Even though I might feel the fear, I might feel it, but Lord, you are with me. And if you're for me, who can be against me? So he's with you, business people. He wants to grow your business. He wants to bless your business. He wants to open the window of heaven and pour out finance upon your business so that you can do what he's called you to do, sow into the kingdom. Your kingdom builders, God wants you to build the kingdom. We need that. We've got land on the horizon and land is coming and we need people to sow into that. We've already got like 300,000 plus, but God is, that's been, that's been a story in itself. That's a supernatural story. Actually, I wanted to share that scripture because this is our scripture um, for this year in Ephesians 3.20. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request. You must 
your most unbelievable dream and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. Isn't it brilliant? Brilliant scripture. I love that one for this year. We're going to claim it, not just for this church and for this land and, and so forth, but for you individually. Take it on. We're going to look back at the end of the year and we're going to see those praise reports of what God has done exceedingly abundantly. I can testify already with six grandchildren. I mean, that is exceedingly abundantly. <laughs> More than I ever asked or think, thought. I mean, John and I didn't even say children for the first seven years of our marriage. We didn't even have a child in the, on the horizon. So here we are. God has done exceedingly abundantly. And uh, so we're very excited. So you need the anointing. Small group leaders, you need the anointing. Take the anointing of God with you into your small groups. Parents, you need the anointing of God to raise your children because it's in the anointing that he will show you what you need to raise them to be the people of God that you want them to be. So you see it with the spiritual eyes when you have the anointing. You don't see it in the flesh. It's, it's, it's of the spirit. And so we need to hear in spirit. We need to hear what the spirit is saying to us so that we can impart that to the people in our small groups, impart that to our children and raise them because they're all different. Your kids are different, you know that for sure. So you need a different anointing for a different child, I guess, you know, so that we can just raise them up in the way they should go. We had a um, teachers. There's some teachers here. Who's a teacher here? Julie? Yeah, we love you, Julie. There's another barb, of course. Yep, down the back. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so you need the anointing of God upon you because when you have the anointing, you'll see something in those children that you can draw out. And so I remember some of the teachers, and I'd rather forget some myself, but there's some who were, were amazing. They saw in me things that I didn't see, and they were able to draw those out. We had, um, in year two, we had a teacher called uh, Mrs. Stanton. My daughter Emma came home, and they'd made these uh, crowns. And she'd put this crown on her head, and she walked in the front door, and she said, Mum, she said, Mrs. Stanton anointed me today. She said, I'm a daughter of the Most High King. She said, I'm a jewel in his crown and I'm a princess. And I thought, and she was like, not going to take this crown off. We had to bath with it. She slept in it, you know. <laughs> it was like getting a bit crusty after a week. But, you know, that crown was going to stay on her head. And you know what? That crown is still on her head today. That crown still is there. She knows who she is in God. She knows that she's a princess. She knows and she's never questioned it. Because she was told, she believed it. And so, you know, you are a daughter, you are a son of the Most High King. Don't let him um, rob you of your destiny. And so, teachers, we thank you for your beautiful gift that you have. And we thank you that you can sow that and just um, give that into help our young people. They need it. They need encouragement. There's so much in there that's just um, stripping away, you know, who their identity. And he, that's where the enemy attacks. He attacks our identity. And so we need to know who we are in God. Anointing of God gives you the ability to do something. It graces you for this time and this season. We don't need the anointing from last year. We need the fresh anointing for this year. We can't look back to what God did last year because he's wanting to do something fresh and new this year. The anointing means to smear and to rub on. It will have a fragrance and a fresh new fragrance. Now, I just wanted to give you... Um, four ingredients that you will continue to walk in the anointing of God because we don't you know the thing is that we do get depleted 
And uh, so we do need a fresh anointing, a daily anointing, I believe. And so we anoint you today, but you continue to walk in that. And these four ingredients will help you to walk in the anointing of God throughout this year and beyond. The first one is to stand on the promises of God. When you stand on the promises of God, you will attract the anointing of God. And what I mean by that is you take the word of God and you begin to declare it over your situation and over your life. There's so much in the Bible, you know, we never know it all, but there's so much there that you can apply to your life for this moment in this time. And the anointing of God will show up when you begin to get into faith, when you begin to see things from God's perspective. Because when you declare the word of God, you start to see things in that perspective, the heavenly perspective, rather from the the worldly perspective that's down here so there's a transformation takes place as you begin to get revelation of the word of God as you begin to get direction from the word of God as the word of God just faces you towards heaven so you know doubt and unbelief cannot exist where faith exists so you have to choose daily what you're going to what you're going where you're going to go are you going to go with faith or are you going to go with unbelief faith by declaring the word of God will point you in that direction to move you forward into the destiny and the plans that God has for you Jesus knew the word of God when he spoke in the wilderness to the enemy when the enemy came to tempt him and he said to him it is written and the enemy fled it said at that time he was going to come back but he fled and so when you declare the word of God over your life the enemy has to flee he has to go And uh, so you can just know that there's an effectual open door when you're declaring the word of God over your life. The theme for this month is to pray first. If you're given a bad report by the doctors, and I have a lot of respect for doctors, we have a couple here, I think, in our service, and they're amazing, and we honour you, and uh, we thank God for you. And uh, so there's times when you will get a bad report. You know, there's times when you might look at your you know, your MasterCard, <laughs> you know, it's like a bad report. You think, oh, I wasn't expecting, I didn't think I spent that much, you know. And this is what you need to bring and pray first. This is where you need to bring before Father. This is um, areas that you need to just bring before the throne room of God and say, Father, this is what they say, but what does your word say? What does your word say? Your word says that by your stripes I am healed. If you are for me, who can be against me? I thank you, Lord, that you are with me always. You've never leave me or forsake me. And and you begin to declare and stand those things over your life. In um, 2017, two years ago exactly, um, yeah, John was diagnosed with cancer. And it was a stage one. It was in the early stages. And uh, to say that we, you know, we just, it just rocked our boat. It was unbelievable. We just weren't expecting it. John had been healthy all his life. And I won't look at him. <laughs> And uh, so we we had uh, we had a, a situation on our hands to put the things into practice that we had learned, and and so it was an opportunity to see God move in this. And so we got a second opinion. We went to another doctor and we said, you know, is this you know they wanted to operate straight away, but we felt in God that we just wanted to take it to Father, and we wanted to believe for a, a complete healing. And so we did that. We. Um, deferred the operation for a couple of months. Uh, It was a slow-growing tumour so that we had a little bit of time up our sleeve. And we sought God, we fasted, we prayed and we stood on the promises of God. To say our faith was, you know, faith's not a feeling. Faith is a decision. 
And so we didn't feel faith, really. We, our boat was rocked, but we stood in faith. We took and believed what God's word said. And so we began to declare it every day. We took communion. We asked God to come and heal him. And uh, so long story short, we, we went ahead and had the operation. The surgeon called us uh, about a week or two after the operation. And he said, there was no cancer. We couldn't find it. We, all we could find was the little mark where we'd put the Nico pen. Yeah, amen. amen. How good. We just give God glory. Yeah, we give him praise and we give him honour. God's word is a two-edged sword. It is effective. It is active and living. And it goes forward and accomplishes that for which it's sent. And so, you know, don't underestimate that exceedingly abundantly more than we ever ask or think. I don't know why some people get healed. I don't know why. And I've got a friend and her husband has had cancer. And uh, he is still alive today, but he has been through a terrible time in intensive care. And uh, he had a, a, you know... I think he died a couple of times. It was like really, really... They run to have a big church and uh, with thousands of people in it. And she said, I never ask God why. Because when you ask God why, it does your head in a little bit if you don't know, get the answer. So I guess for that end, that taught me something, that I never ask God why. I just try and go through it with him. If you're going through the valley or going through the hard time, just go through it with him. And don't ask him why, because we'll never know this side of eternity. But we will, you know, we'll be able to ask him those things a bit later, maybe. Yeah. Um, So four times in the book of Ephesians, it says to stand. Keep standing. Even if you haven't seen your answer to your prayer, And you're believing in February, keep standing. Keep standing on the word of God. When you fast and you don't see God move, keep standing. When you pray and you don't see God move, keep standing. When you don't see your dreams coming to pass, keep standing. When your circumstance hasn't changed, keep standing. Keep standing. Don't give up. Don't get frustrated. Don't get angry. Because God will come through for you, I promise. Those that trust him will not be disappointed. Just keep believing, keep trusting God, and keep standing. My second point, when you want to walk in the anointing, continue to walk in the anointing of God, is inner cleansing. And this, I just hear my heart here. This is, um, you know, with grace, I want to just bring this second point of inner cleansing. I'm grateful for the cross. It means everything to me because I know that the way I was before and what I am now, it's only through the cross of Jesus and his redemption and his you know, precious blood that has cleansed and washed over and over. And uh, I know we come to at the point of salvation when we God forgave us, but we need the ongoing work of the Holy Spirit to convict us of sin. Sin is a terrible weight. It's a weight to carry. And so it affects us, it affects our relationships, it affects our relationship with God. And so we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and we need to keep it clean. We need to say, Lord, is there anything that would hinder the work of the Holy Spirit over my life? Is there anything that will affect the anointing of God? Because if there is, I don't want it. God wants to come and just cleanse us and make us right with him. We can never be righteous in our own strength. We can try and be a good person and try as hard as we can. But 
ultimately we can't do that. You know, it says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so we, you know, we do fall short. We never make, make it into the throne room of God without the shed blood of Jesus. And so we need to regularly examine our hearts and see if there's anything in us that we need to get right with him. You know, I just um, I thank him for being shining his light into some of those darker places in my life that I had hidden over the years. But he wants to lift those things off of us. You know, shame and guilt. And you know, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and he's righteous to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And so he takes away that sin and he doesn't see it anymore. We are without sin. We are spotless in his sight. There's no condemnation for those who are in union with him. He will never turn you away, no matter where you are, whenever you come. He will always be there for you. He is waiting with open arms. If you need to forgive, then today's a good day. Start of the year, forgive. Forgive those who hurt you or say things about you or persecute you. Forgive and release them because otherwise we are the victims, not them. We don't forgive them. We are by, they are bound to us and we can't be free if we don't forgive. Father can never forgive us if we don't forgive others. And so it's so important to release and forgive others. And so today I want to give everyone an opportunity in a little while just to consider that and see if there's anything, anyone you need to forgive. Sometimes you've got to forgive more than once, over and over. But it's the way we overcome, isn't it? It's not a feeling. Again, it's a command. Forgive others as he has forgiven you. We all stray from the cross at different times, but we all need to come back to the cross because it's there that we will find redemption and deliverance and a freedom and a liberty. God wants to take and lift things off our life and restore the joy and the peace that he wants us to walk in. That's what I want. That's what I want for my life. That's what I want for your life, and I know that's what you want. And so God is good, isn't he? Peter David said, Search me and place in me a right heart and a right spirit, O Lord. And uh, Ecclesiastes 9, 8 says, Let their garments always be white. Garments speak of purity. Purity always produces power. Anointing is attracted to people who are set apart. I want the anointing more than anything. Do you? Yeah. You're a candidate for the anointing today. The anointing makes the difference. The third point, and I'll just run through these quickly, the last part here is um, humility. Um, In John 13, 5, we see that Jesus washed the feet of the disciples. When, If you want to be great in the kingdom, then we need to humble ourselves and never be too proud to be able to serve others. We have an amazing service team here who arrive early, leave late, and they do it with joy, and they do it with passion, and they just do it with incredible, um, passionate attitude of, of love and acceptance and fun, you know. And so I honour you, you know, I honour the people in this church for laying down their life for others. If you're lonely and you, you know not sure if there's anybody really out there who cares, then start to serve because it takes your focus off yourself and it really helps you to connect with other people. I think when God starts to bless us, we can lose the sight of what humility looks like because we can become a little bit, you know, a little bit proud. 
But God wants us to always stay humble. You know, I think it's God's ways are opposite to the, our ways. You know, the ways of the world is you're successful, well, you get to, everybody gets to serve you. But God's word's different. It's like when he blesses you, that means you get an opportunity to serve more. <laughs> How good is that? So you best stay teachable, stay in a um, state of humility, and God will bless you. He will anoint you and he will give you more um, as well. The last point, point number four, the ingredients to stay in the anointing of God is to freshen filling of the Holy Spirit. Um, be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's a, a, something we have to do regularly. The Holy Spirit feeds us. He teaches us. He gives comfort. He anoints our head with oil. He leads. He heals our broken hearts. He helps us with relationships and he leads us into all truth. When we have the filling of the Holy Spirit, we're able to give out to others. When we're not, we're just working in our own strength. So God wants to fill us afresh and as we lay hands on every person here today, you'll be filled afresh with the Holy Spirit. As you open, as much as you open your heart to God, God can fill it. He can give you that fresh anointing that you need for this year, for this season, for this time. And uh, so we are really excited about being able to pray for everybody here in just a moment. He wants to bring new revelation, reveal new plans, bring new direction into your life and empower us to be and do what the word says. The anointing has a freshness on it. There is a, everyone here is called of God. And so by having the anointing of God enables you to become the person that God's desired for you to be. Not someone else. We can't compare ourselves with other people. But you have a special anointing. It's a unique anointing. It's an individual anointing. And it's just tailor-made for you. It's a good fit. It won't feel uncomfortable. Jesus says, my yoke is easy and my load is light. And so here will you take that upon you. And whatever you walk in, you will feel a sense of ease and a sense of, you know, ease and, and joy to that. And what did uh, Peter say in the 920? He said, start with what you're passionate with and then you'll find purpose. And I just love that. So just bring what you have this morning. Say, Lord, I don't have much. I'm not very good at anything or much. And God will take what you bring and he will anoint it and he will bring increase. And what you're faithful with in the little, God will increase and give you more. And so just bring what you have today. So Lord, here I am and I bring what I have. Would you anoint it? Would you anoint my gift? Would you anoint my talents? Lord, would you anoint my passion, my dreams? Would you enable those dreams? If they're from you, if those dreams are from God, if you give them back to him, he'll fulfill them. And if he doesn't, that's okay too. But we need to bring our dreams before God and ask him to breathe upon them and to anoint them so that they come to pass, so that we can see his kingdom come and his will be done in our life. He knows what's absolutely best for us. The anointing is on the little is okay. I want you to just turn the person next to you and say, I am a candidate for the anointing. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Who's a candidate for the anointing? I am. So good. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. He is going to do something incredible in this place. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We pray that you are touched by God's word. If you would like to know more about Tweed Coast Church, please visit tweedcoastchurch.com.au.